Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Run Planet, January 3rd, Monday. Beautiful morning. I'm on my way to the dentist. They don't know that, but I know I will be at their office and they're gonna have to fix my teeth because they're the ones that messed it up. So I hope that they're gonna be able to take me in and eliminate this misery of my pain for the last two days. No sleep, a little bit of suffering. That's part of the game. Uh, today we're gonna talk about a very important thing in running. Um, and I know a lot of times we talk about you know improving and, and obviously that's always the goal of a runner is to improve right because that's where you know, it's, it's fun to improve uh, but we're going to talk about like how to be you know, what is the resistance points in running and um, you know and I'll explain deeper what I mean by that that's my own theory of running that every level or every pace that you have in training is a uh, has to have resistance points and as the better as a if you want to be a better runner you need to be good at many resistance areas uh, so I'll give you an example what is a good resistance runner and what is not a good resistance runner how and how do you see these things and what I really mean by that so uh, if you see a runner let's say you know, if I'm able to take runners that I coach, if I'm able to, let's say I take a heart rate monitor, I put on these uh, runners, and I'm able to see that this runner goes on an easy run, and during an easy run, they, they, their heart rate, while with the pace doesn't like, it's not much of a difference in pace, right? Like, let's say if they just go even, but I notice that their heart rate. And if it's accurate, not the wrist heart rate, but the real heart rate monitor, and it's all accurate and working at 100% capacity, and then you notice that their that their heart rate is, is very like jumpy, or like the if the little variation in pace, the heart rate changes quite a bit. Okay, so like like they're like basically, let's say they did one hour run at like eight minute pace and their heart rate average was average just tells us one thing it's not it doesn't tell us all the things it'll tell you like for example this runner had like 130 let's say he had 130 average heart rate beats but it will tell you that highest was maybe like 150 and lowest was 115 or 120 and then we see like throughout the run this person you know once he was at like after mile one did the heart rate remain constant through second mile to 10 mile and the pace was also constant or their heart rate was getting higher and higher and higher and by a lot throughout this easy run and that's one of the ways that I'm able to tell if somebody's well trained or not um, if they don't have the good resistance points which is in this case the heart rate it's, it, I can see I can see somebody going for a run and I can see heart rate all over the place I can tell that that runner is not well conditioned that doesn't give look you can still race well you can still be a good runner that you, you know even without these resistance things but this is your weak point and this is how you can tell if somebody's you know excellent or not aerobically developed 
uh, and what they need to do. And I'll just see that a lot of times that, you know, the heart rates are all over the place. It's not consistent. That means during your 60 minute easy run, you're all over the place in heart rate. You're all over the place. That means even you didn't practice anything in training. Think about it. You didn't, you weren't good at 120. You, you, you basically, you ran like some of your workout at 65% heart rate, then 70, then 75, maybe you even hit 80. So in other words, you were just all over the place, I call that. So that's called like you did train, but you were not specific at any area. Now, the way I, I like to look at this is when I go for my easy run and the way I know I'm in good shape is there's absolutely no change in heart rate um, from mile second to mile eighth at the same pace right so if it's if, if I'm 130 at mile two I'm gonna be 130 at mile eight and you know same pace and obviously this is like if your course is flat and things like that there's no crazy wind but that's how I know that hey you know like even when I push just like five heartbeats higher my pace changes dramatically that means like the resistance points are very strong okay that means every five beats of my heart rate if I want to go faster is a significant change for me that's why uh, why I use heart rate monitor because to be honest with you if I the difference between six flat and seven flat pace for me is really only about 10 beats okay only 10 to 12 beats so but the totally different run right if you I'm going for one hour at six flat or one hour at like seven flat those are totally two different runs but yet the, the beats are so little okay the only 10 10 difference uh, that means you you know I've I've conditioned over the years to become very good at each heart rate and that's what I mean by resistance points uh, you know you got to be good at every point and each point the stronger they are the better it protects the next point so what you see a lot of times and people go off in a race they go fast first you know mile mile and a half and then that's it they've crossed their threshold and once you cross your threshold once you cross all that area now you're in a pain of anaerobic threshold you're over that and now that's the, the way you're gonna try to finish the race it really depends how how tough you are and how you can run with with your lactate flooding your muscles now if if I'm very good at like all my resistance points so like even 75 percent 70 then 80 85 90 that means I can still run fast by the time I get to 90 percent heart rate which is like uh, anaerobic threshold for me in a race I still might even get like maybe I don't know maybe a 5k into a half marathon still like using my easy energy systems I'm not having I haven't even tapped in my anaerobic yet okay then that allows me to spend next nine miles in a race at my threshold not like you know 12 or 13 miles but next nine because I've arrived there with my easy heart rate with my easy pace because my resistance point allowed me to run fast in early in the section but without 
you know, still reaching the anaerobic threshold. Then around, you know, 5K in mark, I'm always arriving at that threshold. You're gonna have to because there's just no way escaping it. And now all it is, my training. Oh, sorry, somebody was calling. Uh, so now that allows me to execute and focus really at my race for next 90, you know, for next nine miles. So not 90, six minutes. <laughs> uh, so that's the key, guys. You know, you got to be good at like each effort in your training, and you got to build those resistance points. You got to be, you got to squeeze out of every, like every you know 70% heart rate that's why it's so important to know this data like every time I used to go to Europe before and if I had a chance you know I would always go to the lab and we would always uh, every year look at my you know anaerobic at the time look at my zones and then I would just adjust my training every single year based on that you know so things change uh, now obviously I haven't gone but I do know I, I do testing myself uh, I know how to do heart rate monitor lactate levels I know how to do all of those things so it's not a problem and I already know what I'm capable where where each number stands and and, and I just say okay I plug I take a Excel sheet every year and I say hey this year I've been running a lot of runs I got my many runs where am I at 75% of heart rate and I look at my I have a special routes that I run like that are flat so that's also for my data points I take it and I say look this year at 145 or let's say 140 heart rate on this course it looks like you know I've run three or four times and I'm seeing that maybe I am at like 608 pace okay last year uh, uh, I was maybe 622 pace uh, so you see like this data is to not to like it doesn't it's all it is is just data it's not telling me like oh this is you know I'm gonna run a race faster it's got nothing to do with that but this tells me like hey my training is good my training is on the right thing I'm improving my I always like remember this if your heart rate is is better uh, lower and the pace is higher right then whatever that you're doing in training you are improving if it's the opposite you don't feel good your heart rate is high and pace is low then whatever you're doing in training is not working very simple just because you can run faster in training right but if you don't but with but it's got to be with the same effort and that's what most people a lot of runners make a mistake they say well, I'm faster, you know, I've been faster. I've trained faster than ever in my training, so I'm gonna go to a race and PR. And I say, uh, not so fast, because the question here is, it's not a bad thing that we trained faster. But the thing is, have you trained faster with the same effort? That is now the key. Now, if you can say, look, this year, I did all these workouts and this year I did all and look this year I'm like same heart rate same everything but I'm faster 10 seconds per mile now we know that you have improved now we know that whatever that you've done in training whatever that you focused on it has helped your heart rate to improve okay obviously there are many ways that we can improve besides training right 
you know that you can incorporate plyometrics in gym that could have an effect on economy how you run right not an actual like like a like a like running from part right or running on hills if you run a lot of hills in training or like routes and stuff like the bigger you know like long runs that it goes up and down it kind of practices with the heart you know becoming much stronger so then when you do go on a flats the heart doesn't really fluctuate much in terms of um you know like you know once you once you because what you want to do in a race you want to put your heart rate at a certain level and you want to keep it there and that's what allows people to run fast it's never has been okay there are certain people that can just run i've never met many but there are a few that can just run at discomfort from mile one to mile 26 or from mile one mile 13 or the whole race like yuki kawauchi and a couple other ones they're just so good at like they're just they're just animals they can run at like the most discomfortable pace ever and their lactates are probably insane but i'm not one of those for me to run fast it also has to feel uh, i'm not gonna say it has to feel easy or comfortable but i have to be in a state of flow and obviously my parameters have to match so i have to be able to like my lactate levels have to be constant i am not very good running fast when i flood my threshold when I go over it much uh, I'm not very good but if I'm right at my threshold I'm, I'm very good I'm very good I'm very close I mean I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm like I'm definitely not world-class by any means world-class threshold levels and I've talked with my training partner a few few days ago world-class threshold is 250 per K or uh, I think that comes out to 68 per lap 430s let's just say 432 or 430 per mile you know we've gotten the thresholds down to that for world-class runners and their marathon threshold is everybody's around uh, 300 per case so of 450 pace okay that's just seems like you know 430 450 those are two different world-class anaerobic and aerobic thresholds now most of us are not ever gonna be world-class or but that doesn't mean that we stop improving and we stop giving up we have to focus on how to improve ourselves and you have to think well every time you have to think different okay you can't just say well I've done it this way all my life and look if you've done it this way all your life if you're satisfied with the results then keep doing what you've done if there's some doubt in your mind that maybe yeah you know I, I feel like I can be a little better then try to change some things try to improve some things think outside of the box you know this is where I always say look you got to come out of your comfort zone it's not gonna be easy yes you're gonna fall down yes you're gonna burn yourself yes you're gonna make mistakes but in the end when you do improve and when you do take time to make that big change the results are gonna come look the results are they're not gonna come next year next week you know all of the people that are starting this year like 2022 oh, I'm gonna have big goals I'm gonna do all of that look let me tell you something it's gonna take time you know I tell people hey, it's gonna take two years for your comeback it's gonna take three years for your comeback they're like what yes it's not gonna take you at least it's gonna take you one year because there's gonna be failures along the way there's gonna be all these things that you need to overcome there's gonna be some things that are gonna set you back all of these so you 
need to be very good at you know at accepting what's gonna happen to you and then still do the training okay remember it takes time guys it takes time to be good at anything and it's gonna take long longer time to become even better at it you know I've always read the book of the one the 10,000 hours rule and I am truly big believer in something <clears throat> that it's gonna take you if you want to become the master of something look unless you have the biggest talent in the world and even then it will still take you 10 years but for somebody with a little bit less talent but with the correct work ethic it might even take you a whole lifetime like I've dedicated my whole life of course I do other things in life you know since I've gotten older now but my, but this is my craft running or coaching is something I truly love right I love the <coughs> sorry I love the science of it I love the experimenting different things I love trying different methods I love trying different workouts and seeing how the body responds I literally love it uh, so it's it's certainly a my big time passion um, I don't know it's just like I, I can look at the page check. I can I can look at the pace chart and analyze the workouts. I can do it for hours, and you know when I do my coaching, I just it's just enjoyable to me. Um, so yeah, um, today's remember today we talked really about those resistance points, you know, like uh, and one of the ways that I always say um, I ha I have this test that I do in many times, or so you can do it all the time, but you don't have to do it, but once a month or whatever I have this course where I run you know um, like a five mile it's like a mile point one point one mile loop it's measured I got all my data you know got all my segments there for my data purposes I know where the 5k is at you know like because uh, the garment sometimes is a little bit off but I, I always manually press I know exactly you know when I reach somewhere what pace I'm running and so on and um, I do this test uh, I run basically and, and I'm sure it's not it's not, I didn't invent this test but I use this test and if you guys have heard of a runner it's called Matafone 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 or whatever uh, it, it is a test where you just run five miles at 80% of your heart rate I figure it comes out about 80% uh, it says you should take your you know your um, 180 minus your age and then add or subtract depending on, on your certain levels so I figure out it always comes down to it's it's not as accurate if your heart rate is not like normal range meaning like your maximum is something crazy but I did come down to it and calculate it so it comes out to about 80% for an average for a person so what you want to do is you head out you do a warm-up two miles you do your drills whatever and then you're gonna do five miles at a certain at 80% of your heart rate. But here the goal is not to build to it, but to get to to, to that heart rate, whatever. Let's say mine is 150, and I should get there in half in like a half a mile, or even faster. I get to that heart rate, or and then I stay there. So basically, I'm gonna get slower each mile, and that's the whole point. You get slower each mile. Not by a lot, depending how strong you are aerobically, but you're not to exceed 150. So you look at your heart rate monitor, you put yourself at 150 for my example, and then I just maintain that 150, 150, 
and then I look at it sometimes. You could say like 526, 529, 533, 537, 540. So that would be like a normal type of test result. And the better trained you are, better conditioned you are, the faster overall pace anyway of this run is gonna be. And that's a good indication of where you are um, fitness level wise because it never lies. That test never ever lies. Look, because if you're not good at 80% heart rate, what makes you think you're gonna be good at 90% or anything like that? So, and we don't need to kill ourselves, you know, like, um, uh, we don't need to kill ourselves with, with training uh, uh, at very, you know, high levels and trying to do something crazy. Sometimes I just test, I can see somebody's fitness, best, just something on like that. I, I have them run five mile. Because five miles is long enough to where we're testing your, you know, your endurance too. And then 80% is not hard enough to where um, we can see, you know, what, what's going on inside you and, and your shape-wise. But that's uh, for another um, uh, podcast for, the, for, the, for, that, for that test. Um, but like I said, today I wanted to really talk about those resistance points. So I don't know how many of you guys use heart rate monitors and if you never used one why why have you not or do you not believe in it or do you do you are you afraid to see the truth how slow you might have to run or or you just don't like it i don't know so that's a kind of open-minded question for you to ask yourself um it's such an easy thing if, if implemented correctly uh, I always refer to, to that as a speedometer in your car. Uh, if you have a car, would you rather just say, you know what, I'm just running by feel, just drive by feel, you know, I think I'm 40 miles per hour, but I might be speeding or not. So I think most of us are always speeding. Um, and you think that you're not, but you really are. So, but that way, having having that discipline to really go easy on easy days and really go hard on hard, it allows me to look. I can still, I know still how to do it old school. You know, it's called easy, moderate, or hard. Everybody knows that. But you know, when I'm trying to be specific with things and I want to have a exact like calculator, you know, return, I I'm trying to do it correctly. And I don't want to list. I don't want to just say, well, I was close enough or this is good enough. I to me that's like. To me, that's saying like, hey, I'm like lazy, I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do what I have to do. Um, and I know that for me to re achieve my best, I need these types of uh, uh, efforts, okay? Like, I need to be good at all efforts. So, like, for somebody, like, I coach my wife, and my wife, if, uh, and I, I, I'll probably talk more in a different podcast, but she's, she's a 233 marathoner, and this is her... I think it's gonna be she's gonna be finishing her fifth year in May when she first started running so first five years she's achieved that I think now from year five to moving on next five years I think we're gonna see some better results from her um, biggest thing I had to do for her in five years was when she first started running her aerobic threshold was you know was not very good and even though we did race quite a bit in the first two years uh it was tough training you know then but last three years they've really taken time to for her to become very good at like 
different heart rate zones and she's become so much good you know that way I, I always figured I needed to put a heart rate monitor on her I don't you know like because I needed as a coach to see how hard was this person working at what efforts you know I know what she's capable of running marathon or half marathon I know like what it for her to run a marathon she's done it now a uh, few times uh, and uh, that magic number for her is 180 okay and 180 for her is 85% that just tells me that like you know I know that like maybe in the future at some point she'll be able to run it like you know higher 86 87 or 88 but right now like um, she's able to comfortably get to finish line from point A to point B at 85% heart rate at 180 at a whatever 552 pace right that's her marathon pace so every year we kind of work on improving that pace and I think that it just happens naturally like obviously you know some of her improvement will come from endurance training from time but also you gotta understand when you get to that point where you already can run as a woman 233 uh, you're not just gonna go out there and run easy miles and expect that all of a sudden you're gonna be you know flying out there uh, you do have to still do workouts and you do have to always keep improving and you know we want to see we what one thing that never changes guys for for some time is is the heart rate right like in not the maximum one but the one that for example for her you know i know that she's capable of running maybe in five years the number will be lower but for right now i know that it's 180 and 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 whatever pace that we see at 180 heart rate in training we pretty much know what she's capable in a race day so that's why every time we've predicted the time and we've trained for something we've always been within like 30 seconds of prediction and it's not because uh, you know like it's because we've done the lactate testing we've done the heart rate testing so we know that what's capable and if you know what you're capable of and the science behind it says it you tell that to your mind now you go out there step to the starting line you already know what you're capable of doing you execute your training plan you get a PR and you go home yeah there are some tough times during a marathon you fight it because there's say certain things like that in training as well when you're you know when you're doing a third rep of a 5k and you feel like crap you know you have to push it's the same way in a race you know even they always say why do you do easy runs anyway in training if they're not well anyway sometimes the easy runs are the ones that you're fighting with your mind it's for the mind the easy runs are for the muscles and for the mind sometimes it's so many things that go into running so yes guys the heart rate is you know um i feel like you know i write down i told you guys that every year or we write down at like how good is she at 70 percent how good is she at 75 at 80 and you're gonna be as the more work you do at certain heart rate the more efficient you're gonna be at that heart rate it makes sense so like if you do a lot of your running at easy and then not much at high level you're probably going to be very efficient and easy running, but you're not going to be as efficient at faster running. If you do a lot of your moderate runs and you do a lot of your, you know, most of your training is moderate, 
then most uh, you can be best at going in that gray moderate zone so it really just depends you know how much you run at each insert uh, each pace that you're going to be as comfortable that's why i always say you kind of want to be working all systems at all times of the year to a certain extent because you want to make sure that you leave nothing behind and that the most important improvement always guys is going to happen in is to raise your threshold every season right? and how you do it that's another topic there are different methods of how coaches around the world are raising their threshold levels uh, there is no right or wrong because think about it we all know once you know your threshold once you know the pace or the heart rate for that or lactate all you got to do is you know you got to train a little bit under a little bit at it and a few times over it okay it's very simple as that and you got to do as much as you're able to do it uh, and you got to be very disciplined with threshold training because it's not the harder you work the better you get it's more like the more efficient you work the more in control you are uh, the better you're gonna be look you can even do like different when I talked about the resistance points is it, most people think okay well I gotta work at my threshold in order to improve I say well no if you also improve the lower value of your threshold so like uh, you do maybe like marathon work right then you also improve your anaerobic threshold as long as you still do those other two workouts so like let's say if you want to if you run a half marathon at 170 heart rate and you run a marathon at like 165 or 163 so what you can do is you can you can practice becoming very good at that 165 heart rate and if you become more efficient in 165, right, then automatically you're gonna be better at 170. So that means the closer you get, are your gaps between each uh, thing, between each zone, the better runner you're gonna be. The bigger the gaps, if you don't have any like, like if you go for a run and you can go through all eight zones with no problems, you don't have any resistance points. You don't. You're not very good at anything. You're, you're, you're you can you can hit like you know your heart rate is all over the place so that means you're not established in terms of you're gonna go to a race you're gonna crash and burn because you're not very you don't have a good threshold uh, your threshold when somebody that has a really good threshold uh, has very good resistance points and I hope that I was able to kind of explain what I mean by those resistance points it's like you know somebody trying to push you push off each heart rate or push off you off cliff they can because you're so steady you're not gonna you know you're not you're not able to be pushed off away you know so you're very strong at 70 percent you're very strong at 75 80 whatever the numbers that you have percentages and i talk of maximum heart rate so which in fact allows you that's why you have to be more specific the better you get because it's just so like the difference between pushing and not pushing is just like two or three heartbeats you know that could make a big difference between a good session and not a good session you know and the higher obviously for a, a beginner runner you you're not they're not going to be as close so i what i noticed that like the more years you've been running the harder it is for your heart rate to you know like you better your resistance points are and you're very efficient especially like the older runners that have been running for many many years they're very good at like their heart rate is low they're very you know obviously they're they've lost their maximum output 
but they're still very efficient because you know they've been aerobically developed so good over the years their heart is so efficient um, so yeah um, I know I've talked a lot today about those uh, important things so I would suggest you guys if you uh, are starting off this year or you want something new in your training and you're really not sure how to do it I would just say look start with just the heart rate monitor and a watch and it doesn't need to be a like crazy watch anything that has the works I know maybe Coros maybe Garmin I don't know whatever you know nowadays we can find deals everywhere and get good watch and a heart rate monitor um, then you start learning your numbers you know you put the heart rate monitor on yes it's gonna if you're in bad shape it's gonna tell you bad things now getting the watch and heart reminders is only one thing what you have to do now is you have to know your numbers once you get that obviously uh, maybe you already have some idea where you are but don't just say like yeah I think I'm around there or I was around there 20 years ago or 15 years ago well look every year is different year changes you have to like uh, get in some sort of shape and then based on that number when you can go out and you know run at 80% you can at least test yourself and see that where you are and, and um, you know um, how much better can you be as a runner um, so I hope you guys really enjoyed it I hope that you will try your best this year uh, working on your weaknesses uh, keeping your strengths and just overall you know uh, test some limits and try your best the year is long guys we we're just starting we have many races this year um, many opportunities but remember it all comes down to you and the work that you're putting in have a good day